0: To just play. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm
1: for
0: you! Can't wait! Let's go! Popping, what's popping? Everybody, we have our Super Bowl special. Sideline to sideline we got a panel for you guys and listen I don't mean to be disrespectful I'm not trying to be rude but the one guy late to the panel is the 49ers fan and I'm gonna I'm gonna give him his crap I love me some mo but uh he'll be on shortly but let me introduce the four gentlemen that I'm enjoying this hour with and I don't care if we go over I could get I could care less if we go over tonight so let's start with the Prince of Production for Sports Empire Network,
2: the man, Kyle Edwards. How you feeling, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Got one game left. It's the big game. I know it's the matchup that not a lot of people wanted to see, but, you know, it is what it is. So I'm hoping for a good game, and I'm just here to ready to talk and break it all down with you guys. It's the matchup that Chase
0: wanted to see, but we'll talk to him in a second. He's a guest. We got to introduce another member of, Are fearsome foursome. He's taking it deep. And when I say taking it deep, he means he's taking the test deep. Taking it, P-H-E-E-G-O-D-F-R-E-Y, the Godfrey.
3: What's up? What's up? Sorry if I sound a horse, but you know, I'm on the mend. But it's uh, Super Bowl Sunday, and I'm not as butthurt as everybody else is about the Super Bowl matchup. It's the
0: Super Bowl. Get over it. That's all I got to say. I'm butthurt over it. Um, my man, garden, the two, he's not guarding the three. He's been breaking down the NBA trade deadline today, but it's football time. He's guarding the three, guardy three. What's happening, brother?
4: Oh, uh, not much. Uh, you know, preparing for, uh, preparing for all my shows today. I'm really excited to talk Super Bowl, and I'm just sad that the NFL season's almost over.
0: Uh, I'm not, I'm not sad. It's like one of those things where I'm ready for the off season. I'm ready for, obviously, last year I was, this was a a week where I was hyped up. I was fired up about a Super Bowl. A guy finds himself in the Super Bowl again. This year, I feel like it was a little bit more, I don't know if he expected it. I don't know if he thought it was going to get here. I, I don't know if you asked him a month ago if he would have predicted his own team would be here right now. But they do have the greatest quarterback in the world. They do have the greatest coach in the NFL right now. Resident Chiefs fan, WWE spokesperson Chase Nathaniel, CR Media. What's up, Chase? How you feeling?
5: I'm feeling great, man. It's uh, it's Thursday. Just a few days left until the Super Bowl. Um, it's WrestleMania season. Um, I got a, I got an event for my wrestling promotion coming up in uh, exactly a month today. So,
0: um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm on cloud nine right. You should be on cloud nine. You should be. I I, I don't know what to tell you, bro. You got back to the goddamn Super Bowl again. I don't know how how you did it. I don't know what you're doing. And by the way, Chase, I'm going to be honest with you, man. You should be thrilled. Thrilled. Buffalo Bills, picked against you. Baltimore Ravens, I picked against you. And if you watched last night in wire to wire, San Francisco 49ers, I picked against you. And nothing against the Chiefs. I'm actually kind of rooting for them. If I'm being honest with you, I want them to win. Travis Kelsey's got the connection with Jason, and I, I really do hate the 49ers. So, But I got to give I gotta give my prediction, and I've been 0-2 on Chiefs predictions the last two weeks, so might as well make it 0-3, right? Let me be wrong. I'm okay with being wrong. But we're going to talk about everything tonight. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to break that down. We're going to get a, a 49ers perspective. We're going to get a Chiefs perspective. Us four are going to give our intake. We're also going to go over some prop bets. I got some fun ones. I'm talking about some Reba McIntyre over under national anthem props. What color the Gatorade will be splashed props. How many songs Mr. Usher will do at halftime props. I got them all. I'm ready to rock and roll. We gotta talk about football first, and before we get into the NFL, we do have some breaking news. Zay Flowers was just a, um, was arrested, but he's a was he? He's not arrested, but he was. Um, he's brought in for domestic violence allegations. Um, your thoughts on Zay Flowers? I know it's very fresh in everyone's mind, but is, is this another Raven? beating the crap out of his girlfriend.
2: That's bad. I shouldn't have said it that way. <laughs> I mean, it is definitely a bad look because of some of the stories that's come out, just not, not just football, but you know, NBA players. It, it's a terrible look for an organization that's already dealing with enough with, you know, the loss and everything like that. Obviously it's just allegations at this point, but yeah, it's not, it's nothing to take lightly or anything like that. You know, hopefully it's not as bad as it could be, but if it is, then it's something that he's going to definitely have to take responsibility for, of course. And, you know, if the league has to, they're going to have to step in and, and do accordingly. Like I said, it's still pretty early, so we can't really say too much about it because you don't want to, like, have a certain point of view and have a turn out a certain way but yeah not 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 the best look for zay flowers right now i
3: will say that self in the line of fire i mean that's what he's doing right i mean a lot of these guys are not taking steps not to do that but you know listen he could seek the counsel of
0: ray lewis the the master magician i'll say this um and listen i'm not gonna get too far into it because but with domestic violence, it's guilty until proven innocent. It's not your typical innocent until proven guilty. Um, these allegations don't come out of nowhere. I hope that they're not true. I hope that he's innocent, But with domestic violence, it's you know almost always guilty until proven innocent. Guardy three, your thoughts.
4: Um I'm hoping the best. I'm hoping that um it comes out that, uh... They're false, and I'm hoping the best for Zay Flowers. But at the same time, if they're true, it, it's just unfortunate. All he had to do was kind of stay on a straight and narrow, just kind of keep to himself, focus on football. And he could have made himself generational wealth, a ton of money for his family, and been a great role model. So it's just – it's unfortunate when things like this happen. And, you know, I'm not going to make a comment whether he's innocent or guilty because that's you know, way too early. But I'm hoping for the best for all parties involved, and I we'll see what, where it goes from here.
3: He hasn't been charged. If there's, you yeah. know, I mean, so there's Just that. Just
0: investigate it.
5: <clears throat> if, uh, if, if, I'll say this: if he is guilty, um, because like Brett said, I don't want to comment or I don't want to make an assumption if he is or isn't. But if he is, I expect the NFL to act accordingly. Um, a four-game suspension and a slap on the wrist, um, wh- which is what the NFL is used to used to do in domestic violence situations.
0: I. I hope it's more if he's guilty. But let's get into the football game. Let's not start somber. Let's talk about some NFL action. And the way I like to break football games down is I like to see each side of the coin, right? So let's start with the 49ers offense versus Steve Spagnola and the Chiefs defense. I got a stat for you guys. And this is a stat that leads to Kansas City. There's not a team in the Super Bowl error that hasn't allowed 28 points through 19 games, that has not won the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs have not allowed 28 points all year through 19 games because they played the wild card. So this would be the 20th. This would be the first time in NFL history a team has the opportunity to play 20 games and allow less than 28 points. That Chiefs defense, listen, it's almost like has found his, like, home. He's found his, like, his right mix. He's going to come after you guys. He's going to blitz. He's going to send the house. He's going to try to throw some exotic blitzes at you. He's going to send safeties. He's going to send cornerbacks. He's going to send the house. How does Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers offense, meaning Brock Purdy, CMC, Debo Samuel, Brandon IU, George Kittle, handle this Spags defense? Um, I'll start with Chase being the resident Chiefs fan. I'd love to hear his opinion of how his defense is going to attack the 49ers. And then we'll go around the horn.
5: Um, if If I'm Kyle Shanahan, I am playing as old school football as I can. And that is running the ball with Christian McCaffrey, relying on Christian McCaffrey, running screens with Christian McCaffrey letting Christian McCaffrey get out in the middle and catch short passes. Um, and then and then every once in a while, sprinkle in some Brock Purdy magic, if you will, and throwing it over the top. Um, because that is how you beat the Kansas City Chiefs, is through the middle. Whether you're going up the middle or you're catching the ball in the middle, the front seven for Kansas City is supposed to be the strongest unit and to me they're just not. Um Chris Jones has not produced this year how um as being one of the highest defensive paid players in the league. Um they don't have people that that put a whole lot of pressure on the quarterback. George Karloftis is is kind of coming into his own, but he's just not there yet. Uh and and if I'm if I'm the 49ers, I am using my most valuable player, the unanimous valuable player of the NFL, and that's Christian McCaffrey.
0: God, uh, just Godfrey, how would you, if you're the 49ers, how are you attacking this Chiefs defense?
3: Um <clears throat> pretty similar. I'm going to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field by running the ball. Um you know, I, I don't want to give you know I, I really think Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey have taken their game to the next level in the playoffs. So I don't want to see them do that. Uh, I don't want to give him as, I want to give him as least reps as possible. Uh, I want to burn as much clock as possible. And I don't want my sec, you know, I don't want my secondary to be exposed to son, the Niner secondary. So I'm, I'm running the ball. I mean, hand off the Debo screen passes to McCaffrey, hand off the McCaffrey short passes. You know, I, I don't know if I would play around with Ayuk. maybe some uh, tight end dumps, some passes, you know, to George Kittle, um, I think throwing to Ayuk is going to be a, an interception waiting to happen. I mean, people forget, like Ayuk made that big catch, but it was a freak play off the DB's hands. I mean, that's not that was a bad thrown ball that Ayuk rescued. So, if if I could force him to have to throw downfield, that's a win for the Chiefs. But if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I'm I'm trying to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands.
0: See, me and you are on the exact opposite end of the spectrum, right? And I listen, Godfrey. I respect your football opinion. And so I do so many football shows with you. I think if there's one team that wants to keep the other team off the field, I think it's the complete opposite effect. I think the so here's the way I look at this game, right? I think that the 49ers are clearly the better football team, like top to bottom, player for player. If you Mm -hmm. rank the players, I think the 49ers are the better football team. Now, where the Chiefs are better is at two very key positions quarterback and coach. So I think that the move for San Francisco would be more possessions. I think they should be running as fast as possible, trying to slow down that blitz. I do agree with Chase when he says getting Christian McCaffrey involved. I think Christian McCaffrey's over on receptions and receiving yards is a lock, guys. That's exactly what I'm locking in for this Super Bowl. Is I love the over on Christian McCaffrey. You want to slow down that blitz? A slip screen. The Christian McCaffrey is going to slow down that blitz. Getting that ball out quick and then getting that kid in space, if you got six, seven guys behind the line of scrimmage and Christian McCaffrey is, is literally attacking your secondary, that's what you want as a 49ers fan. If I'm the Chiefs, I want to slow the football game down. I want to limit possessions. We'll, we'll get into the Chiefs side, but I actually disagree with you, Godfrey. I think if I'm the 49ers, I think if you have 13 possessions apiece – 12 possessions apiece, 49ers in way better shape. I think that the, the Chiefs want this game at seven, six possessions apiece. And the 49ers wanted it like 10, 11. Uh, so I, that's just my personal opinion. I could be wrong. You could be right. Um, uh, running the ball. I, I, I think, think- well, one
5: of the things that the Chiefs like have struggled with is coming out and starting fast. Um, if the Chiefs come out and start slow, uh, I agree, Gene, like in San Francisco, you want to get you want to put points on the board. But as the game goes on, you want to take your time with it. Kyle, um, tell me what the most boring Super Bowl has been in the past 10 years. Oh, we know. Kyle knows. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people said Pats Rams. Yeah, exactly. And why was that? Because sometimes teams
5: do this thing and Kyle Shanahan is most guilty of doing this when the when the whistle blows and it's time and the, and the football's kicked off, Kyle Shanahan wants to be as flashy as possible and put points on the board. What did, what did Tom and Bill Belichick come in and do that Super Bowl, where everybody was like, Oh, the Rams are going to throw it. They're going to, they're going to score so many points. They're going to blow. They're going to blow the Patriots out. Guess what? Tom did run. Run, run, play action pass. Run, run, play action pass. And the Rams had – the Rams couldn't get on the field to do jack. He controlled the clock and controlled the time of possession. And if I'm Kyle Shanahan, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to let the Chiefs start off slow and to and to help counteract that, I am going to do everything, like Godfrey said, do everything I can to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. It's well, funny you hear that, close. Chase.
3: Um, because about the Chiefs starting slow because the Chiefs have a streak going that the propensity to start fast been evident in the playoffs. Right, mm-hmm. they scored on the opening drive of all three games to extend their postseason streak streak to eight in a row with six touchdowns and two field goals. No other team has done that since 2000 season, and has scored on the first in more than four consecutive games. So, I just I'm not looking at the Chiefs team from the regular season. I'm looking at the Chiefs team that I'm seeing in the playoffs. And they've been diametrically different. And one thing I've learned is don't. if you're going to give me plus points with Pat Mahomes, I'm taking it. I already made that mistake last week. I'm not making that mistake this week.
0: So I I get you, guys, and I really do. But when I look at these two teams, I look at the 49ers starting slow in their first two playoff games and the the Chiefs starting very fast last week versus Baltimore, scoring two touchdowns on their first – Two possessions or two out of their first three possessions whatever that was I thought it was their first two I think they went up 14-7 early um but I I'm gonna be as honest with you as possible if this game is tied or close at the half I think that's a win for the 49ers the 49ers have had to come back in both games this postseason they were losing to the Packers and they were getting they were getting the snot kicked out of them by the Lions if they start this game quicker I think you could be in for a second half in which the 49ers pull away. Most of the big games the 49ers have had this year, even at Philadelphia, it was 6 nothing Eagles after the first quarter. Three and out, field goal Eagles. Three and out, field goal Eagles. And then the 49ers scored on six straight possessions. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. I think that what you're looking at with this game is if the 49ers do not start hot and the Chiefs get on the board and get a lead early, Andy Reid is not Green Bay, and he's not Detroit. He's not Matt LaFleur or Dan Campbell. Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid know how to play with the lead, and I think they'll play keep away. I think they'll play smart. I think they'll frustrate and limit possessions. But if I'm talking about the 49ers offense versus the Chiefs defense, I think it's got a propensity to be a uh, big day for Christian McCaffrey coming out of the backfield. Brett, how do you see it? I think that uh, the way to beat this
4: Chiefs' defense is um, simple. I think you do a lot of mix of both of what you guys are saying. I think it's a lot of pound the ball with CMC, even sprinkling some Debo Samuel runs. But when the time is right, start you know sprinkling CMC out of the backfield. The key is slow down this pass rush. Don't let it get to Purdy. Purdy has shown he will make mistakes if he's under pressure. He's shown that the first couple games. He bounced back in the second half, but if he puts himself in a hole, like he did the first two last two games, it doesn't end well for him. They're going to lose this game. So the key, lots of CMC sprinkling, some Debo, lots of passing out of the passing to CMC out of the backfield, sprinkling some George Pittle over the middle.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm interested to hear. uh, I'm interested to hear what Kyle thinks of this game. Um, I think it's, I think it's pretty evident really do. I think that the, the 49ers have started slow in both postseason games so far. Kyle,
2: who, what team do you think gets the fresh start? I mean, I think for, for the Niners, I'll just say this. And, and because of Shanahan's pass, it's all going to be balanced. That, that's what the Niners need in this game. You know, where they got in trouble, We you know, 28-3, they relied on the pass way too much. But I think even going against a spagnolo defense if he's going to blitz you can't just be one dimensional like the ravens were because then that just makes it easier on him to defend you so even if it is you start off running with mccaffrey to give that look and then switch it up and start going with screens and you know little flat routes or play action they they're going to have to keep spagnolo guessing i mean i do agree with you if you look at both rosters you just lay them out you'd probably say the niners have the advantage but because of the shanahan effect in his you know lack of showing in, in the super bowl that's definitely a a positive for the chiefs because we know mahomes kelsey reed have been here they understand what to do in this stage so i do think the niners need to start off fast because yeah, I don't, think, I don't think the Chiefs want to get into a shootout, of course. And I think for the Niners, they would be fine with that because of their multi-level attack offensively, whereas the Chiefs still have questions about some of those guys on their side of the ball. So I do think the Niners need need a quick start, probably more than the Chiefs do.
0: I completely agree with you there. Um, so I want to kind of gear the focus towards the 49ers defense versus the Chiefs offense. And what they're looking at, and I think this is a mismatch, I really do. But I think when you have Patrick Mahomes, he eliminates a lot of the mismatch. Like funny story, right? And I made this analogy last night. There's a lot of situations where you can take the best player off the offense, the best player off the defense, and you can still see that there's you know one side is clearly better, right? Like I'll give you an example, right? If the 49, if the if the Cincinnati Bengals played the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you took Joe Burrow off the offense and T.J. Watt off the defense, you'd probably give the edge to the Cincinnati Bengals even with a backup quarterback. Whereas you look at this 49ers defense, you take Fred Warner off the field, yeah, that's going to hurt them. He's a great player. You take Patrick Mahomes off the field, I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs stand any chance. The way I look at it is this. He's the ultimate equalizer. He's the guy that will allow, because I don't see a logical way for the Chiefs to move this football outside of Andy Reid's very, very, very good man-beater type schemes, motions and and misdirections, Isaiah Pacheco running the football because the 49ers cannot play a six, seven man, or, or, or sorry, an eight man box. They have to play six and seven man boxes. But I, oh, throwing the ball, I don't know where they're going to do it. I don't know how they're going to do it. And like Travis Kelsey being as great as he is, there's a real big uh, – it's like a huge hole for the Chiefs in this situation when you have to go above Fred Warner and Dre Greenwell and underneath a Tayshaun Gibson – I think that the 49ers have a great way to be able to bracket Travis Kelsey in this football game and really make guys like Reishi Rice and Isaiah Pacheco beat them. Vegas has made it very clear that they're scared to death of Travis Kelsey having a huge game. Betters are loading up on him and I am literally fading Travis Kelsey in this football game. If the Chiefs win this football game, I think it'll be on the back of Isaiah Pacheco and Racy Rice. And I think a guy that you just don't know will step up and make a play. I'm rooting for Kansas City. I would love to be wrong in this game, but a guy like Justin Watson, a guy like MBS, Mecole Hardman, I don't care. Someone's got to step up in this football game for the Chiefs. That's not the usual suspects. I think the 49ers defense can stop and get pressure on Mahomes with just their front four. And I think that one of the things we really have to look at is can the Kansas City Chiefs run the football at Chase Young? That's where I'm trying, I'm running the ball at him. He has shown a propensity to be lazy. He only wants to rush after the quarterback. He's been terrible in run defense. You've seen the misdirections with Jamison Williams and Jameer Gibbs. That's the move for Kansas City. Pound it to Pacheco, control the clock, and move the sticks. Big plays aren't going to help them in this game. I don't think they'll have them. That's my take. I think the 49ers could easily slow down this Chiefs passing attack. I think the way to their heart, the way to cut them out is misdirections reverses, screen passes, and counters at Chase Young. Guardy 3, what's your thoughts, brother?
4: Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. I think this is going to be an extremely fast uh, football game. I think both teams are going to want to run a lot, and especially the Chiefs. I think Kelsey could have a big game. The Lions found a way to get LaPorta going when I thought they were going to slow him down last week. But uh, I think this is a completely different situation in the fact that the Lions also have guys like St. Brown who you have to respect, and that kind of changes things. So I do agree that if the Chiefs win this one, it's going to be on the back of Isaiah Pachenko going nuts and Rashi Rice and somebody else stepping up. I 100% agree with Eugene.
2: Kyle, what's your thoughts? No, yeah, I guess to continue on what you were saying, yeah, I feel like if I'm the Niners and I go into this matchup, it's obviously don't let Travis Kelsey beat me, which means Rice, MVS, you know, those guys got to step up because I would also think that they'll probably highlight Pacheco as well because outside of Kelsey, Pacheco's probably the second most important guy on the Chiefs offense. Well, obviously behind Mahomes, you know, as the quarterback. And I think an interesting matchup that I'm looking at is Taylor the tackle for all his penalties that he accumulates you figure Bosa is probably going to line up across from him what does that matchup look like like if, if if Taylor if we hear John Taylor's name too much that's a problem that means he's probably getting pants by bosa and that would definitely hurt the Chiefs because the chiefs don't want to end up in first and 15 or first and 20 because Taylor's out there getting penalty after penalty so, uh, yeah, you, you bracket Kelsey and force those other guys to to step up. That I think it's simple defensively I, for the Niners there.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because as much as I think the 49ers win this football game and as clear as I see it, there's some there's two guys on this 49ers team that I would love to shut up. And Nick Bose is one of them. What a moron going into the press conference talking about Well, what do you feel about the uh, Kansas City Chiefs offensive line? Oh, they hold a lot. Yeah, you remember what he said last year about Jordan Mailata, about how he's just big, he's not that good. And then Jordan Mailata buried him. I'm hoping Mm -hmm. Jawan Taylor absolutely buries him. And I don't care. Uh, Look, guys, I don't, I'm I'm not, there's no dog in this race for me. I don't like the 49ers. I'm betting the 49ers. That's kind of where I'm at. But I would love Jawan Taylor to sit that man on his ass. And I'll be rooting to lose money. I will be happy to lose money in this football game. Chase, I'm pulling for you. Send me a damn jersey. I'll wear it as I lose money. All right, Godfrey. I like that. <laughs> I hate losing money. <laughs> right, listen, I guys, I'll make something very clear. I made a huge bet on the Dallas Cowboys. Couldn't have been more happy to lose when the Green Bay Packers beat them. Couldn't have been more happy to lose. I'll, I'm making a bet, obviously on the on the 49ers. I will not be more happy to lose to hear those 40 Winers crying again. Wah wah! The field isn't good that we get to practice on. Wah! They held us too much. Wah! Brock Purdy got hurt because we used the backup tight end to block us on Reddick. Well, I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Godfrey.
3: I would like to um <clears throat> see Chris Jones come out of the tunnel and smash that boombox that Debo D- comes out and just smash it and dance <laughs> on it. I would love to see that, or Travis Kelsey. But, <clears throat> I mean, I think the Chiefs can, this 49ers defense can be exposed. I mean, let's not act like they didn't back into these wins. They won, but they needed some help from those teams. They didn't just take it. Yeah, These teams made mistakes down the stretch. And they hand, like, hey, you guys want to go to Super Bowl more than us? You can have it. You know what <laughs> I mean? I, I'm sorry. They didn't, they didn't just take it. I mean, when I look at that game, there were some things that had to unfold. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. I'm not saying they're not a good team. But what I'm saying is, when I'm looking at how two teams are playing, I think the Chiefs are on their game, and I don't think the Niners are. When I look at the Chiefs, that game was 17-7. It really felt like it was 30-7. to They they converted so many third downs, killed them continually. Travis Kelsey had 100 yards. And then when I look at the Lions game, Laporta had 97 yards. They didn't bracket him. I guess they had to worry about T. Brown. Rasheed Rice is a legit weapon that's emerging. And I think if they want to play that game and say, well, he has to beat us, I think he can beat them. Because if there's a weakness in that defense, it's that secondary. That secondary is not that good. And it can be exposed. And if there's a guy that could expose it, it's Patrick Mahomes. So to me, when I look at this, I look at the coaches. I look at the defense. And Spagnola's coming into his own, who is, by the way, a Jim Johnson disciple from Philadelphia. I don't know if you guys know that or not. And uh, I said, this team reminds me of the 03 Eagles. The defense reminds me of the 03 Eagles, too. And the difference is, they have Pat Mahomes, and we have Donovan McNabb. They got a better quarterback at the head of this team. And he's making, you know, Lemon... Or lemonade out of lemons, and I just look when I watched that game last week.
4: <clears throat>
3: the Ravens didn't play their game. Uh, I got to say that as well. If I'm going to do that with the Niners and and the uh, the Lions, but at the end of the day, they kept getting it done when they had to on the road, and they did it in Buffalo. Timely turnovers too. Uh, that turnover was a Flowers. That wasn't That wasn't a non-contact fumble. They made that play. Okay. Yeah. They made that play. They took the ball and they made that play. And this defense has been opportunistic. And I think that it's giving Patrick Mahomes the opportunity not to have to put it all on his shoulders. And I think Spagnola is doing a hell of a coaching job this year. And he has those players in right position, the right time. He's calling the right blitzes. And the thing about that is that's going to give the Niners trouble is he's going to fill up space where he knows the Niners want to go because they absolutely have a spot they want to go pre-snap every time that's how they're designed they know where they're going purdy's looking for his spots and if you can put a wrench in that situation or how it flows it it's going to be harder for them to succeed i just don't see them they're not playing to their full potential the niners and you know i I don't want to see debo win debo is annoying to me the niners are annoying the fan base has become annoying i didn't realize how annoying the niners fan base is but they're annoying and I would no, I would love nothing more than to drink their tears at the end of the game on Sunday night.
1: Yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> Godfrey's got me Godfrey's got me hyped, man. I was trying to be like biased and, and whatever, man. But Godfrey talking about my defense over here, and I'm just, ooh, man. Yeah, you've got the you've got the two best, one of the best cornerback duos in the NFL and Trent McDuffie in a first round pick from two seasons ago, and Legarius Snead, who today, Brett Veach, the general manager, said, we're going to have a hard time. We have our work cut out for us in this offseason because they want to look at signing Chris Jones to a long-term deal. But Legarius Snead is up for contract, so he's about to get paid. And like I said, he's arguably one of the best cornerbacks in the league. And like Gene said and Godfrey said, uh, uh, Zay Flowers didn't fumble that ball. He didn't drop that ball. Uh, if you watch, if you watch the play, it's very clear. Legarius Seen ran up and punched that ball right out. He took yeah. that ball away from Zay Flowers, and uh, so uh, ah yeah. yeah. They
3: remind me of the Eagles' defense from back in the day with Jim Johnson. They gang tackle. They 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 force turnovers. There's nobody that's like getting 20 sacks on a game. But Chris Jones is that anchor on the line, and you got a lot of guys that are above average, that are really good, and that you know there's a good rotation in there. And I just look at that, and they're they're, they're firing on all cylinders I, I just have I've only seen the defense get better as the season goes on in Kansas City
5: the only reason you. Nick Bolton is isn't one yeah. of or isn't considered one of the best linebackers is because of his size
0: well chase use your time tell us how the Chief's defense flows down the 49ers offense I'm sorry the Chiefs offense scores on the 49ers defense
5: um it, it it's gonna come down to Patrick Mahomes. Uh I mean that's that's just all there is to it. Um you know, Isaiah Pacheco um is a fantastic runner. Travis Kelsey's one of the best, if not the best tight end in the league. Rasheed Rice is definitely coming into his own. Um, but it's it's gonna it's gonna happen uh and out of the hands of, of Patrick Mahomes.
0: Okay. Uh, George Connor this you know, first round draft pick out of Purdue has been playing out of his mind recently. Gotta give the guy credit. Um, I believe he was the one that came up with the fumble recovery on Lamar Jackson. It was a huge play for the Chiefs uh to get that turnover. Um, obviously, you know, you have some some rising stars on that Chiefs defense that are just under praised and under under unsung. I'm going to ask you guys all this question. We broke down both sides of the, the football, offense and defense. Give me a player that's not like an all-pro player, an all-pro guy, and there he is, Mo Money, no Mo, Mo so Problems, cool. Mo Better, 49ers fan, extraordinaire. How you feeling today, Mo? Feeling
1: great, fellas. Um, I'm hearing you guys talking football, talking about the big game. Hey, I'm excited. I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic because, because of the Patrick Mahomes factor.
0: Listen, we've we've we both both broke down the offense and the defense. I'd love to get your take as a 49ers fan. What you're looking for when you see the 49ers offense versus the Chiefs defense. What you're looking for when you see the Chiefs offense versus the 49ers defense. Um, I'm sure he'll be right back, so we'll we'll have him right on to, to give that opinion. But what I was going to ask you guys as a whole is I want a player that you feel like is not an all-pro guy, that isn't a number one guy, that you think will be a next factor in this football game. We've seen it before with guys like Tracy Porter. Guys that like, you know, listen, Corey Clement but we've seen guys have huge Super Bowls that were not unknown guys that were not the stars. Normally the Super Bowl was won by a guy that you just didn't see coming. Who is the guy you see on San Fran and who's the guy you see on Kansas City that will be the star, the unsung hero in this football game? I'll start with you, Chase, because you're very familiar with the, the the situation.
5: Yeah, yeah. No, if it the, you know, because we we talked about Christian McCaffrey and and so I'm going to go on the other side of that uh, of that stick. Um, the unsung hero, if San Francisco wins, will be Brock Birdie.
0: Okay, so I can't I can't accept that. I can't accept that, Chase. Okay. He's the quarterback. He's third or fourth in MVP voting this year. I cannot accept that. All right, all right, that's fine. I that's need me. an unsung hero, a guy. So, I, I, you know what? I'll make it easier for you. I'll give you my guy. I got Tayshon Gibson for the San Francisco 49ers being a guy that bracket coverages Travis Kelsey to be an unsung hero of a guy that you really just don't hear about as much as you should. And for the and listen, if the Kansas City Chiefs win this football game, I think the unsung hero you'll see on this team is Jalen Watson. I love the kid. I think I've been a fan of him for years. They they use him in in coverage. They use him to run after the quarterback. They use him as spies. I'd love Jalen Watson. He'll be my unsung hero for the Kansas City Chiefs. Huge interception last year in the AFC Championship game. I think Jalen Watson is the guy that steps up for the Kansas City Chiefs if they win this football game. Now, Mo, you're back. Love you. I, 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 yeah. I know you're hiding from Chase. You've seen Chase. Here <laughs> pop off. I'm kidding. But I would love your opinion on the 49ers offense versus the Chiefs defense, the keys to victory, and the, the 49ers defense versus the Chiefs offense. One by one, if you can give me each, we've all gone around the horn so far. I'd love to hear your take. All right, so let me go with
1: the 49ers defense first. Um, Look, I I think it really does come down to that front seven. I'm with you on Gibson. I think he's an underappreciated, underrated player. But if that front seven doesn't set the table, especially the front four, um, then Patrick Mahomes is going to eat. And my fear with the Kansas City offense is, Patrick Mahomes isn't looking for a shootout. He's looking to control the clock. And if they don't get stopped, he will bleed you out and eat up the clock with long nine minute drives. And you'll look up in the first half and go, Well, Mahomes has got 16 completions, but it's only for 125 yards. Right. It's only for 125 yards, but they ate up the whole clock and they're up 10 7 at the half. He's playing for that. If he can control tempo, we have no shot to win. They've got, they've got the Niners have to win first down and they've got to win third down on defense. And it starts with the front four offensively to me, you've got to get a heavy dose of C-Mac and George Kittle. Look, I, I actually think if you go defense to defense, I think Kansas city defense is better than the Niners defense. I think the Niners have more name recognition, but I think the chiefs defense has been a more cohesive unit. The Niners, when they're at the top of their game, they give you the wow factor. They can make the big plays. They can turn you over and score. But I I think they haven't been as consistent as Kansas City. So what I need is I need Bosa to show up. I need Chase to show up. That front four has got to set the table. What what I know is going to happen, win or lose, I know Fred Warner is going to play well. I know he's going to play well. All right. I know Greenlaw is going to make plays. I'm never worried about those two guys. But the front four has to set the table because if they don't, Mahomes will go six yards, eight yards, bubble screen to Kelsey, hand off to Pacheco, and he will just bleed you out. And we can't win that game.
0: Well, I got to ask your opinion on this. I asked the guys earlier, um, and maybe it's because I'm an Eagles fan and it gives me a little like anger and hatred towards the 49ers based off of the trash talk that's went back and forth between last year and this year. As a 49ers fan, how do you feel with the way that Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel trash talk? The example I gave earlier was when Nick Bosa was asked about the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line. And instead of giving him any credit and saying, oh, it's a good unit. You know, I feel like they hold a little bit. So I hope the refs are looking out for that or whatever. There's a way to say that. He just dismissed them and said, "Ah, they hold a lot. That's what I see on tape. They hold a lot. right? You know. And then Debo Samuel, he loves talking. Guys into it with the Eagles. He was into it with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and the Detroit Lions. He always seems to have some words coming out of his mouth. And I actually think it helps him. I think he villainizes the opponents and it like gives him a spark. Very Draymond Green-esque. I like so that. What would your, be your thoughts on the trash talk that comes from the San Francisco 49ers? Some would say they lack accountability, but others would say they have more swagger than any team in the NFL. All
1: right, so I'm gonna lean with the they lack accountability. And for me, it started last season when we lost to your Eagles in the conference championship game. And the excuses came, and I don't do that, but the excuses came. Well, if Brock hadn't have got hurt, it would have changed everything, and and, and we weren't getting calls. It was a lot of excuses. I watched the game like you watched the game. Look, we were getting ran before before Purdy got hurt. And before he got hurt, he looked shell-shocked. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready for what the Eagles were doing. He didn't realize how fast and how how aggressive that pass rush was going to be. But the excuses that came afterward and all the talk during the offseason, I'm not with that. They're both great players but I could do without the trash talk or the, the blame game. I'm not big on that. Um, George Kittle's actually part of that too, and I'm a fan of George Kittle, but I'm not big on the, the blame game. So when they do that, and the weird thing is, I feel like there's a lot of people that are Niner fans, they buy into that too. So they, they go with the excuse and the blame game as well. And before you know it, uh, like I've heard you say before, and it's a, fair, it's a fair criticism. You can say they're the 40 whiners, and it's 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 a harsh one, and I got you. But look, I, it's a blanket statement. I don't I don't put myself in there with those types of fans. But I I'm okay with it because I'm aware of the fan base. They're right there. They they are right up there with the Dallas Cowboys when you come to the complaining and the whining and the excuse making. And when they win, it's more front running, and it's kind of they call that swagger. And I'm like I'm good with winning, and I'll celebrate winning. And if if we trash talk, it's in fun. It's being competitive. But I'm not going to complain or make an excuse when you beat me. I'm just going to take the L and move on.
0: I love that, bro. I love that. Um, I do want to kind of move on to the unsung heroes on both sides of the football. Um, I will go to you, Chase, in a second. But the one thing I'll add about the 49ers is this. I need the Brock Purdy disrespect to stop. I was the leader of the Brock Purdy disrespect party last year it took one football game Kyle remembers the date we talked about it on a Thursday night after week one I said I was wrong this kid's just and I remember the play I remember the play and maybe Mo is a 49ers fan will remember this play but it was early on in the game I think they were up like 14 to 3 or 14 nothing earlier versus the Steelers They were backed up against their own 14-yard line after the Steelers punted the ball. It was a third and five or six from their own 14-yard line. Mike Tomlin and the Steelers designed a weird exotic-type blitz. Brock Purdy went first read, wasn't there. Second read, TJ Watt just jumped right in front of the read, and he calmly moved to third read through a six-yard dart to Jawan Jennings who fell backwards for the first down. And I'm like, Man, that man just went through three reads at his own eight-yard line because that's where he threw the ball from to get a first down. He's not—he's not as bad as people are saying he is. I think you know, the top three, top four quarterback in the NFL is a little ridiculous. But for people to think he's a bottom ten quarterback in the NFL, you're not watching enough football. He's not. He's probably in that eight to fourteen range right now. And he look. All I gotta tell you is, watch the second half at that Detroit Lions game. He looked poised. He looked in command of the offense. And what you said about George Kittle, I don't say I disagree with or agree with. I know, you know, he said a couple words, but I love the way he talked to Brock Purdy on the sideline uh, when they were down by 17 points. I love that energy and emotion from him. I can't wait what they talk about after this game when we came back and won. I love that energy. So... I wanted to give them some credit, even though I hate to. Chase, you gotta give me your unsung heroes. Chiefs, 49ers, who you got?
5: Um, okay, since you won't accept my Brock Birdie one, I'll go not. Charver- I'll go Charvarius Ward. Okay. Um uh, and then on Kansas City, um, my unsung hero will be Willie Gay.
0: Okay, I like that. I like both answers. Godfrey, you're up next.
3: On KC, I'm going to go with McCole Hardman.
0: Really? Uh, Me, Cole? Okay. Uh,
3: I don't know what Tony's status is, but I don't know if they're going to have him returning kicks or not. Uh, McCole Hardman is definitely capable of doing that. And he can catch up passes, so um, they'll give him some play. He knows the offense. I could see him having a a touchdown. The dude's not slow, so I wouldn't sleep on him. And then on the Niner side, I'm going to go with um, Kyle Juszczyk.
5: Juszczyk!
0: Another so, guy I
3: love on the 49ers. Can't I want, you can't dislike him. I want to note something though. Mo over your uh shoulder, I think the reason why you might be nervous about Patrick Mahomes is because that guy over your shoulder, uh Joe Montana, Patrick Mahomes reminds you more about him than Brock Purdy does. And I think <laughs> it,
1: uh, that's fair. That's fair. Right.
3: Because nope. uh I remember Joe Cool doing lots of drives that took a long time going down the field multiple times. So uh I mean Mahomes gives me that 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 Montana feel. That I mean that's that's how I feel when I see him.
0: So Mo, I'm skipping you right now. I got the Chiefs fan that goes first, the Niners fan that goes last. I'm keeping you two away from each other. I'm I'm, I'm nervous about the tension between you two. I'm <laughs> kidding. Brett, give me your unsung heroes on both sides of the football.
4: I think for the 49ers, the X Factor, unsung hero, it's gonna have to be Chase Young. He comes in and he gives a lot of effort. He's going to change the complexion of the game. But if he comes in lazy, he's going to be the reason they lose that game. On the 40, on the Chiefs side, I think it's going to be Nick Bolton. He's going to be a guy that's going to be on CMC quite a bit. He's going to have to slow him down in coverage. So I'll go with Chase Young and Nick Bolton, as two X factors.
0: Isn't it terrible? Two things. Isn't it terrible that, one, we have to use Chase Young as an unsung hero when he was a former number two overall pick? And number two, that we have to question – his effort in a N- NFC Championship game, and if he's going to be lazy in the Super Bowl, that speaks just volumes to where this man is, came from—from from Ohio State till now. Kyle, your thoughts?
2: Well, I, I was about to—I was going to say Nick Bolton, so I'll, I'll copy Brett on that one. And then for the Niners, I got to go with Dempsey, uh, Derek Dempsey. Took mine. I think it's Jawan Jennings for the Niners. I thought you were going to say the
0: Lenore, the Lenore. I love De'Amede, Lenore from the 49ers. I, I really wish I could have used two. I like Tashawn Gibson, but Lenore is unsung, and that man can hit. for At the cornerback
2: position, he can throw his weight around. Those are also good ones, too, but uh, Jennings was the first thing that popped up when you brought it up because I feel like he's made some big catches during, during this playoff run, and I think that – you know, Purdy is is going to look to him in a key moment in this game. So I'll, I'll take Jennings from the Niners.
0: <laughs> All right, Mo, you're up.
1: Um, I'm going to co-sign with Godfrey. I'm going to take um, I, I, I It's not going to surprise me if Jucheck is more involved in the offense than usual, probably through the passing game with a little short passes um, on a swing pass or something like that. Um, not to mention his ability to lead block. He's going to be very impactful in the run game. And on defense, I'm gonna go with Gibson. I think Gibson is gonna have a big Super Bowl. Well,
0: you can't use two 49ers. Uh, you gotta give me a Chief. A Chief. You know what?
1: Uh I'm gonna go with Nicole Hartman too. Okay. I'm gonna go with Hartman too. I think
0: I, I, I hate to say this, but I feel like Hartman is gonna make some plays. I I it'll it'll have to be someone that's not Travis Kelsey because if I know. Steve Wilkes, and I know the way he's going to prepare for this football game. It's going to be practical healthy at all costs. All right, so, guys, it's that time. Before we get into our fun Super Bowl predictions, our prop bets, our back-and-forth roundtable shit talk, because we're going to get into that, and I don't care about the time. Guys, we're going to go a little over. Oh, well. I need your predictions on the football game. I'm gonna start with kyle we're gonna end with mo and chase those are the guys that are fighting for this super bowl this year i'm gonna start with kyle we'll end with mo and chase who do you like in the super bowl and what's your score prediction
2: i mean look coming into the playoffs i picked the niners to win it all i'm gonna stick with it now if you brett knows this as well if you see me on the big three my picks usually don't do well so this, this might be a glowing review for the Chiefs, but I'll stick with the Niners, and I think the Niners get it done. I'll go 27-23, Niners.
0: Okay, really close game, really good Super Bowl. Brett, guard a three.
2: I think this is going to be a really quick game. I think
4: it's going to be uh, kind of on the lower scoring side, but I will take the 49ers, and I think it's going to be a really good Super Bowl. I think the final score is going to be – Harrison Butker walks us off.
0: Okay. Godfrey.
3: I I think the Chiefs win, and it will be like looking at the Ghost of Christmas Pass across the way as Kyle Shanahan continues to be the modern-day Marty Schottenheimer uh, and does not get the job done, and I got the Chiefs winning by a touchdown. I'm going to go 31-24.
0: I think this game is, um, <clears throat> I, and unfortunately, I really think that the Chiefs are going to struggle to move the football. I will be rooting for the Chiefs. I will. I, I hope that they win the football game. I can't get over my hatred. Uh, if there's 32 teams in the NFL to win a Super Bowl, the Dallas Cowboys would be number 32. The 49ers would be number 31 for me. Um, I'll go with the Chiefs. I, I, I'll go with the 49ers to win the game, though. 70% of the money is on the Chiefs, and the line has moved from one-and-a-half to two-and-a-half. Vegas is begging you to take the Chiefs in this football game. I think that's really important to understand. I'll fade the public. I'm going 49ers, 27-17. Give me the Niners. Give me the under. Mo Betta. I'm going to go Niners, 27-24.
1: I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl.
0: I will hope I hope it's a great Super Bowl, but I do hope the Chiefs win the football game. I hope I'm wrong. I've been wrong about the Chiefs versus Baltimore. I've been wrong about the Chiefs versus Buffalo. And if I picked them, I think Chase would have flew here and punched me in the face himself because he would have <laughs> not want my bad juju. It's like Freddie rooting for your team.
5: Heard oh, that? No. Wish I didn't hear that, but I heard that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chase, what's your prediction on the game, my friend?
5: Um, I'm going a close one, man. Um, give me 24, 23, Kansas City. Wow. Okay.
0: Okay. I'll love that football game. All right, guys. I have some fun prop bets for you guys. I'm gonna ask you guys some questions, and I have some fun prop bets. The first one is my girl Reba McIntyre. Over or under 89 and a half seconds. I've seen it at 90 and a half. It opened at 83. I've seen it at 86 and a half. Right now, it's sitting 89 and a half. National Anthem, Reba McIntyre over under 89 and a half seconds. Anybody can go here. This is kind of like a... I, I'm I'll going take over.
2: The, I'll take the under. Yeah, that's like a minute and a half. I, I think I'll go with the under.
3: I, I go with the over.
2: I
0: love the under in this. It's one of my favorite picks in this one. Reba McIntyre... Reba McIntyre has sang the national anthem at five major events. Last time being Game Three of the World Series in 1997, in which she did it in 72 seconds. I'll take the under. I don't think she holds the long notes. Reba's getting a little older. Give give me, uh, give me the under 86 and a half. Uh, Next one. Will Taylor Swift be shown? Will Taylor Swift be shown on the National Anthem, during the National Anthem? Yes, I, I think
4: Absolutely. she will.
1: Yeah, you can book it.
0: Okay. Uh, they also have an over-under how many times she has shown during the Super Bowl broadcast. That over-under is at five and a half. I think over. I take over. I'll take over. I love the over in that one.
4: Oh, I'm I'm smashing the over. I think that's the easiest one oh. on here. Easy over, <sighs> hands down. Taking the over.
0: What All was right. that again? The over on what? Uh, how many times Taylor Swift will be shown on a national broadcast? Five over. and a half times.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the over. With that, but if the if the over happens, that means the Chiefs are doing well.
0: Okay. Who will be shown first sitting directly next to Taylor Swift during the game? Jason Kelsey or Donna Kelsey or Brittany Mahomes? Hmm. That's, that's, a, that's a bet. Ugh, you can bet God on man. it.
3: If I was in the mob, I'm these are the Brittany bets Mahoney. I would
1: fix.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I think Brittany likes the spotlight. I'm going Brittany Mahomes. Okay. Yeah, I'll
4: second yeah. that. I think it's going to be Brittany.
0: Brittany. I'm gonna go Donna. Gonna go Donna
2: Kelsey. Yeah,
0: I'm going Donna. I don't think yeah, there's Donna. a snowball's chance in hell that it's Jason. I think Jason will be in the stands with his shirt off. Right. I, I, that's just who Jason is. All right. Next one. Coin flip. Heads or tails. Right now, it's sitting at thirty to twenty-seven tails. You know, I'll uh,
4: tails never fails. Give me
1: tails.
0: <laughs> tails. I like that.
1: Go ahead. I'm a rock with tails.
0: I'm going heads. Will Gronk miss or make the kick of destiny? How far is this kick? It's 40 yards, right? Oh, 40 yards. I didn't even know it was 40 yards. Okay. 40 yes. yarder? No, start, it's a, it's an extra point. It's 37 yards. No, I'll, I'll give Gronk credit. I think he
4: hits it. I think he'll nail it through the uprights this year.
3: Miss,
1: I think he misses, but he has a hell of a time doing it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I agree. Got,
0: yeah, I got him making it. Just Miss. All right, this is a really tough one for you guys. What will Usher's first song be during the halftime?
1: Ooh. Oh, I think it'll be think something
3: be. tempo. Candy, golden raindrop. Yeah, wait, that's not him. You got to be something about yeah.
1: tempo. Yeah, I like Yeah. That's a good
0: starter. Yep, I'll go with that. See, I think Yeah is the, the popular one. I'm not going Yeah. You think She's Little John comes out of nowhere? I think that Ludacris and I think that Alicia Keys will both be there.
5: I think uh I think he starts it off with uh, DJ got us falling in love. Okay. Really? Yep.
0: I think he'll start it off, with, and I this this might. I think he starts it off with OMG, oh mm. my god, D uh, whatever. OMG, that's my pick. That's a good one too. Okay, I mean you know the song. Over under eight and a half usher songs during halftime. Oof. Oh.
1: I'll go under because I think he's going to stretch out the songs that he does sing.
2: I'll go under. Yeah, under. I I can see like eight, so I'll go under. He'll push it, put it under.
0: I love the over. Rihanna did 15 last year. Now, Rihanna's got some hits, right? But Rihanna did 15 last year. I'm going way over eight and a half. Usher's got some hits. When you say under eight and a half, you got to understand, you're leaving out some huge songs if he goes under eight and a half. Like, who? if Alicia Keys is there, my boo's being played. Yeah, it's being played. I don't know. I'm going over. Chase is watching the wrestling podcast right now. He's he's keep he's, he's dialed in right now. Sorry, sorry. I'm watching the Russian the WrestleMania
5: press conference. I knew, you
0: were. I knew you were. I knew you were. <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping y'all would keep that under wraps for me. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 I I can't do that to you. All right. Couple other ones and then we'll we'll wrap up with some fun stuff and we'll be done. What color? What color will the Gatorade bath be? They tried asking Kyle Shanahan what his favorite color of Gatorade is. Did you guys see this? This is hilarious. Like, what's your favorite color, Kyle? And he goes, orange. He goes, during the game, do you drink Gatorade or water? He goes, Water. Thought that was interesting.
2: I'll go with the red Gatorade. It's kind of fitting for both teams. I'm going orange. I'm with Chase. I've been thinking orange for the longest. Andy
5: Andy Reid just looks really good when you dump orange Gatorade on him.
0: Lemon lime. I'm going to go red. I'm going blue, guys. I think blue's the Gatorade color this year. Both teams are red. I think it clashes the red and blue. I'm going blue. I think blue Gatorade. I love Dude, it. if I, I if I'm in the mob, I'm
3: fixing this bet. I am. I I, I listen. The uh, equipment guy, he could be corrupted. Yeah, buddy. Here's 15 G's. You t- like I'm just saying these are the bets where people could be bought off. 100%. Yo, pull the, pull the plug on Rita at 89 seconds.
0: <laughs> pull it. <laughs> I I have four prop bets for the game, like real prop bets. And I'm going to go over them with you guys real quick, and you guys tell me which ones you like, which ones you dislike. I love Christian McCaffrey over four and a half receptions, and over thirty-three and a half, and a half receiving yards.
1: Oh, I like that one. I like that. Yes, one. You know for sure.
0: I think Spagnuolo blitzes. I think that the the I think George Kittle takes um the biggest hit in this game because I feel like he's such a good blocking tight end have to be in blocking a lot more than he's catching the football. Uh, because of all the pressure and exotic looks that Spagnola gives them, I think they'll they'll really prioritize picking up the blitz than George Kittle catching the football. So I love Christian McCaffrey on the slip screens. I think that that'll be what they use to slow down the Kansas City pass rush. So I really love both those bets. Anybody see that differently?
3: I like it. I don't like that hook, though. That,
0: what, the four and a half or the 33 and, and a half? The four and a half. Yeah, that you're right. More... I don't like it either. But I love this, another over, and then I'm going to give you guys an under. I love this over. Love this over, particularly because I have the 49ers winning the football game. I love over 26 and a half Mahomes rushing yards. I think it's a lock. I love it. I think the only way it doesn't hit is that the Chiefs win the football game and he loses six, seven, eight yards on the kneel downs.
1: Um, that's a good over. I love that over. He's gonna have more. I think he'll have more than that. I like that over.
0: I have an under for you guys. I have an under for you guys. Debo Samuel rushing yards is at 16 and a half. I do not think they will be running the football with Debo Samuel. I think the way you attack a Spags defense is not putting wide receivers in the backfield. That puts another fast cornerback on the line of scrimmage and allows them to blitz you at different angles and different. I, I don't like the, the angles in which you'll be blitzed at if you run the ball with your wide receiver. I think bubble screens and receptions will be good for Debo, but I think the under 16 and a half rushing yards. Um, yeah,
1: I would take the under.
4: That's very helpful. He's always the risk the break one off on like a jet sweep or an end around. So it, I think it's under two, but it's definitely a riskier play.
0: I need to hear some of your props, some of the things that you're – and then the last thing I want to ask you guys is, after you guys have any of your props that you guys want to give, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? What is your Super Bowl dish? What does your Super Bowl look like? I need to know the way you'll be watching the Super Bowl, who you'll be watching it with, particularly Chase and Mo, because your teams are in the Super Bowl. Last year, I had you know, a group over my house to watch the Eagles win the Super Bowl, and when they when when they lost the Super Bowl, man, that place cleared out super fast. Um, do want to hear your 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 guys' thoughts on what you're doing, what your favorite Super Bowl dishes, any prop bets you like? I'll start with Kyle.
2: Uh, Well, I think there was one that I saw the prop bet where it said, like, will Usher wear sunglasses during his halftime performance? Yes. seems like the most obvious yes in the world. Uh, Or should I say, yeah! Right. Like, if he didn't wear them, I'd be like, this isn't an Usher halftime show. But uh, in terms of what do I do, I usually, you know, watch the game with my family, uh, because, you know, Dad and I really like talking football during the game, so watch it with him. And in terms of a dish, I mean it's got to be like, you know, some pizza. Uh, yeah, pizza's got to be the main thing. Although nachos as well work so. I'll go pizza and nachos.
0: Bro, aren't you a am a cheese I'm a cheese pepperoni little cracker sandwiches? Like I, I that's mm. that's that's my go-to right there. Like the pizza's fine, but I like mm. the little hors d'oeuvres to pick at, bro. Or Darts. what what's your Super Bowl look like? Uh, well, this
4: year I'm going to be uh, watching it from work. You know, I'll kind of have my phone propped up and watching it in between orders. But uh, normally if I don't work, I kind of, you know, I stay home. I'll order a bunch of wings and fries, get some friends over. We'll celebrate. You know, the wings have to be mild for me. I, I don't take spicy well. So that's that's normally my Super Bowl, just not this year.
0: Chase, you're losing it right now. I'm sorry. Doesn't <laughs> take love- spicy well, <laughs> love- does he? I know. That's all right. That's all right. Chase, how's your Super Bowl going to look?
5: Man, I- I'll tell you what. Um, and-, and I'm not trying to trying to sound like a jerk. Maybe I am. I don't know. Um, but with the- my team being in the Super Bowl for the fourth time. Um,
0: oh man! laid yeah. it on, jerk.
5: <laughs> you know it's. <laughs> Uh, it used to be like a real ritual thing. I had to wear certain underwear, I had to wear certain pants, certain shoes, certain certain shirt, had to, you know, sit around, it had to be quick food cuz I didn't want to do anything. This year I'm going to do it a little different. Uh, I'm going to smoke a I'm going to smoke a pork butt. Um and I'm going to slow cook some mac and cheese and I'm going to have uh I'm going to have pork and uh, mac and cheese and uh then also smoke some wings as well. Um and, and enjoy it. So uh, win or lose, I'm. I'm. Uh, I. I could not fathom ten years ago uh, the Chiefs going to their fourth Super Bowl, um, and, and possibly winning three of them. So, like I said, I'm going to enjoy it.
0: I can't. I can't take you. What I heard was a spoiled baby back bitch. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I heard from baby back bitch. Baby back bitch. <laughs> right, that was such a spoiled Patriots fan response elitist like chase is now like an ultra left-wing democrat like that sounded so elitist. <laughs> jesus godfrey what's your opinion what what are you doing sunday? well actually i know what you're doing sunday but i'm sorry what would you normally be doing <clears throat>
3: well if i if i don't if i test negative i'll probably go to my brother's house if i don't um i'm going to uh be in the dark and uh choking on my tears no i'm just joking i uh I'll probably uh, <clears throat> get some wings, maybe some pizza, throw it up on my hundred-inch projector, and uh, watch my bets cash. Uh, as my favorite prop week is um, Kyle Uzcheck for Super Bowl MVP at plus seventy-five thousand odds. Uh, you know, it's not speculation if you if you could guarantee it, and it's a, it's a guarantee. No, I'm just joking. You know, listen, sports books crack me up, man. They put out fake. Bets all the time. I swear to God. They said someone dropped 100 grand at MGM Grand on Kyle Ustek being Super Bowl MVP. Lies. I want to see the receipt. Lies. No one did that. That is giving money away. The fullback could have 200 yards rushing and three touchdowns. And if Brock Purdy has 150 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception, he's still going to get the MVP. We know what's going to happen. Okay. There's been plenty of guys who should have won the Super Bowl MVP, but it's, it's essentially a quarterback award. I mean for the most part I mean it's it's one of those things so I just want to make fun of that because I think that's wild plus seven just, no one put that I want to see I want to meet this person like who is this person? Is it Floyd Mayweather? I want to know who it is
2: who is <laughs> that
1: <it>? Floyd?
3: <laughs> it seems like a bet he would make I don't I don't I, I just I was astounded when I saw that I'm like MGM Graham, why are you
0: guys lying like that? Mo I cannot wait to hear the San Francisco Super Bowl like tell me tell me how you're going to watch the game. It's been a love while you. since the 49ers have been there.
1: No doubt. We watch it with family, chili cheese fries, wings. Um we're going to have pulled pork sandwiches, so we 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 go we go big.
0: I love it. I uh, I'm going to be watching at my buddy's house. I really haven't had a Super Bowl tradition since my dad passed, so I've really kind of just checked out other people's Super Bowl traditions. I'm always down for the block pool. I'm in a bunch of block pools. I'm rooting for my numbers to hit so I can win a couple dollars. I have my bets. My bets will hopefully, i all cash. Last year was the biggest bet I've ever cashed. I cashed $4,500 in the Super Bowl, and I still cried myself to sleep. I like them apples. I, I, had think, a 40- it was, I think it was a rage cry. I was crying. I was so angry. I was, I was upset, <laughs> but I cashed $4,500. It was a great, great night for me as far as gambling-wise, but a terrible night as far as football. But uh, we'll be ordering food, watching it with some of the closest friends. I'll be watching it with a Jets fan. I'll be watching it with a Patriots fan. And I'll be watching it with a New York Giants fan and then a fellow Eagles fan. The five of us that will be watching it will be a very interesting crowd. But we all love football. We're all going to break down the football game. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Each bit of Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday is an event, right? It's an all-day event. It's not a – and if, if you're going to have an all-day event, I hope that you guys can tune in to myself and Chase and Jory, who will be on Sunday morning drive, the Sunday of the Super Bowl, this Sunday,
2: 100%. 11 a.m.
0: To, to to noon Eastern Standard Time. I think that's 10 to 11 Central. And if we go all the way out to my, to my man Mo's neck of the woods, you can wake up with us at eight, eight, 8 to 9 in the morning. Uh, guys. Guys. Any final thoughts on the Super Bowl before we wrap up for the night?
3: I think there'll be a pregame fight between Travis Kelsey and Debo Samuel.
0: <laughs> I have a terrible, terrible prediction, and I think there's something that's going to happen that I think is going to be hilarious, but I think will be a little over the top.
4: You know, I got I got one final prop bet. Here's the real question: Does the resident Chiefs fan Freddie Henderson switch teams if the Chief loses?
3: Uh. Wait, he's a he's a Chiefs fan
1: though.
4: Yep, it's a,
1: yeah. <laughs> Freddie's got applications in for a lot of different teams. Yeah, yeah.
3: He's not. He's not allowed. He's not allowed on the Eagles. We've already rejected. We've already pre pre rejected him. Freddie, don't, don't be trying to jump on the bird But that. he's
2: he's just claiming them.
3: Uh, yeah, every time he does that, the team does not do. well. yo, you got to chase. That makes you nervous. He might be putting the mush. He might be the mush. Freddie might he, be the modern day mush.
5: He, he switched to us. Uh, he switched to us when we beat. Uh, I think the wild card game. It was. It was either the wild card game or it was the Buffalo game. And I told him, I said, if we lose, I'm gonna burn your house down.
0: <laughs> uh, we I told him no, I was like, we don't
5: want you. And then he, <laughs> he still can't did say
0: it. that on air because if Freddie's house does burn down, Chase will be wanted by the authorities. Um, here's true. a here's a ridiculous prediction. But I think that the 49ers are bold enough to do this. Every team comes out to a a song. When the Eagles went to the Super Bowl, they came out to Meek Mill. You know, a very obvious song. I think the 49ers come out to Famous by Kanye West. Mm. I think they come out to Famous by Kanye West to throw shade at Taylor Swift. I think it starts an argument very, very quickly in the game. Wow. I think there will be fights. I think there will be arguments on the field. I think there will be a lot of pushing and shoving. And the one guy I want on my side, if I'm in a fight in this game, is Trent Williams. That guy is just a mammoth. He's a beast. Only got to punch Richard Sherman in the face and get away with it. But um, Mo, any final thoughts on the Super Bowl? I think that if,
1: if it is chippy a lot like the um, AFC championship game, then I think that that means the Chiefs are in the Niners' heads um, because I thought that's what they did to the Ravens. I thought I thought the Ravens got frustrated because the Chiefs were able to be as physical as the Ravens were, and I don't think they were ready for that. I don't think they expected that. So if the Niners are chirping and they're t- doing more talking than playing, that favors Kansas City.
3: Yeah, you remember when uh, Travis Kelsey kicked uh, Justin Tucker's helmet and he explained that on uh, the new heights podcast, you know, he's pretty much saying like, you know, that's, he was getting in the way and he just wasn't having it. That's why I think the dude's locked in. He was like, nah, man, forget this. Like they weren't playing that. I just think Travis Kelsey is not playing that right now. So
1: <clears throat>
3: if if something happens near the middle of the sideline or in the middle of the field, I, I could totally see that going down. And uh, you know, I could see uh, on the 49er side, Dre Greenlaw being involved or Debo Samuel or both. Yeah.
0: I, I was gonna Trent say Williams.
5: definitely definitely Green Green Law.
0: Yeah. Trent Williams will, will always be involved in those skirmishes too. All right. Trent Williams is, is the big brother backing you up that
5: you don't that you don't want to show up to the fight. No. He's the yeah, he's the big brother that
3: that's the real Debo. To...
5: Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs>
0: that's right. I was quick-witted, I like that. Yeah. All right, well, guys, um, went a little bit long on the broadcast tonight. Um, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, are we getting another show tonight, Guardy3? Oh,
4: absolutely. At 8 o'clock, me and Mo are going to be on the N1 podcast.
0: I look, I'm look. i looking forward to that. I'll be in the chat. Love the basketball knowledge. If you guys aren't just football fans and you're basketball fans, you got to tune in to N1. I don't always catch it live. I do have an early bedtime and I got to get situated in the morning, but I always catch it on my drive to work. And the knowledge that you guys have on the NBA, especially the NBA past, is, is amazing. It's so fun to listen to. So if you haven't checked that out, please check it out tonight on Sports Empire Network in just 40 minutes. Um, anybody else have anything final to say before we hop off?
2: Yeah, all right. Well, hope, for, hope for a great game. That's
0: all I got to go Tune in to Sports Empire Network uh, tomorrow morning for Coffee and Sports. Uh, tune in tonight for the N1 podcast and appreciate all uh, everybody in the comments from Saigon to Jory to Derek Dempsey to everybody all the way up the comment board. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm the NFL genius, Gene Walzek. That's Guard E3, the Prince of Production, Kyle Edwards, taking a deep with V Godfrey and our resident guest tonight from the Chiefs, Chase CR Media and Mo Money, Mo Problems, Mo Better from the 49ers. Um, go someone else in the Super Bowl, sideline to sideline, we are signing out.